Hello, my name is Caitlin and I'm a student at St. Lawrence University. Welcome to NetConnect, a show where I interview St. Lawrence alumni and give students the opportunity to learn more about networking and hear from alumni across multiple fields while giving alumni a platform to share their stories and advice. St. Lawrence has the number four ranked alumni network in America, so join me as I tap into this amazing family. Ali is an associate in the Trust Solutions practice at Price Waterhouse Coopers LLP in Boston, Massachusetts, serving audit clients in the asset and wealth management industry. She is a detail-oriented professional with a growth mindset and exceptional intercultural communication skills, and is eager to provide quality service to her clients each and every day. She is motivated by the opportunity to learn from others and is eager to leave a lasting positive impact on those she has the opportunity to work with. Ali received her Bachelor's of Arts in Business and International Relations from St. Lawrence University in 2019 and a Master's of Science in Accounting in 2021 from Northeastern University's DeMora McKinn School of Business. Welcome, Ali. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Caitlin. So happy to be here. <laughs> so my first question is, what did your career path look like after graduating SLU and how did it lead you to where you are today? Cool. So once I graduated from St. Lawrence, or I guess, you know, when I was thinking about what I wanted to do, I had no idea. Um, you know, I have this great, great education from St. Lawrence, liberal arts, um, have all these really solid communication and problem solving skills. Um, and I knew that kind of going out and sort of looking for a job. Um, I did a lot of consulting with my family. Uh, he, my dad's a, um, an accountant at an um, uh, accounting firm in Toronto and a lot of friends who I knew in the professional world. And I did enjoy my accounting class, um, but um, I ended up working at an accounting firm called Clifton Larson Allen. Um, just outside of um, Boston in Quincy, Mass. Um, I lived in South Boston, commuted to work every day, and at Clifton Larson Allen, also known as CLA, I was working on a specialty consulting uh, team helping small, like foreign businesses uh, set up um, and sort of establish themselves here in the US. And I helped a lot with sort of their bookkeeping, but then also registering them um, for the different states that they were operating uh, businesses in. And I absolutely love what I was doing. I love the people. I love the constant challenge. I love the client interaction um, right out of the gate. Because I think a lot of the times when you kind of have your first job, you don't really get to interact with the client. So I was stoked <laughs> on that opportunity. <laughs> a little scared, definitely in the beginning, sending those client emails um, but um, my, my team really prepared me well and, and we had lots of checks and balances. So we made sure that everything going out the door was uh, what it needed to be and uh, didn't miss a beat. Um, but yeah, so I was working there and then sort of did that for uh, almost a year and it came time uh, for November and I'm actually from Canada. So um, I sort of, so on my student visa with St. Lawrence, you kind of get one year and you get to work um, in the US for one year. And then beyond that, you have to apply for a visa. And I uh, was loving what I was doing, but the firm that I was with at the time, um, uh, they weren't uh, interested, uh, not interested, but I guess um, able to sponsor 
uh, someone at my level, like an entry level associate. So, um, you know, I, I kind of looked for other options and I actually remember sitting in Professor Lockard's accounting class and um, <laughs> there was a, a St. Lawrence alum, his name is Matt Bauer. He had come with the recruiting team from Northeastern and, and talked to our class about um, this awesome program called the GSPA, um, which is the Graduate School of Professional Accounting. And, you know, when I was trying to figure out what to do in November, because I knew my visa was going to expire soon, um, I kind of reflected upon uh, my time at St. Lawrence, the people I had met, um, sort of, you know, how do I approach what's next? Um, and so I reached out to Matt, I talked to him about his experience in the program. Um, and I, it just really seemed like a really good fit. Um, it's a, it's a 18 month program. You do um, 15 months of school and then three months of a co-op at a professional services firm. So, mm -hmm. you know, C CLA helped me find my passion for accounting and I knew I wanted to do it. And, you know, I think someday I want to go back to CLA maybe because I really enjoyed my time there. Um, you know, still undecided on what's the long-term goal. Um, but grateful for the experience there, grateful for the experiences I'm having now. Um, and yeah, so I, I decided to go back to school at uh, Northeastern um, and enroll in this program. And it was definitely the hardest decision that I um, have had to make thus far in my professional career because I was loving what I was doing. Um, but you know, I think sometimes you have to make hard decisions and it was definitely the St. Lawrence alum and the people that I had kind of brought into my network early on um, that sort of helped me work through this, this challenge um, that I felt kind of alone and like isolated so early on. Um, so yeah, started at Northeastern, kind of COVID happened, um, was able to do school from like not in Boston. So remotely kind of like you guys were in school um, at SLU um, doing it from your computers in so many different locations. Um, it was a hard thing to do, but um, got through it and um, <laughs> and then ended up at PwC. Um, throughout the, the program at uh, Northeastern, you go through a recruiting process starting, I think like the first week um, that you're in school and it's like, you know, they throw you right in there. It's, it's very <laughs> fast paced. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm at home at my parents' place. All my professional clothes are in Boston. Like, <laughs> how, like, how am I going to show up and, you know, kind of put my best foot forward when I have no, you know, uh, like suit or anything. Um, it, all it all worked out, I guess. Right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so went through the process um, of sort of recruiting through the firms um, and really fell in love with what PwC had to offer, just the people that I met. Um, they kind of had that work hard, play hard mentality. Um, I love the location of the office. It's in Seaport. Um, we have a beautiful view of Boston. Oh, awesome. um, yeah, and there's so many great lunch spots and there's a gym and um, you know, I, I'm loving the work that I'm doing and the people that I'm working with. Um, but yeah, I guess that's kind of my journey and, you know, a hard decision to kind of go back to school and leave a place that I love. Um, but, you know, I think things happen for a reason and, um, I couldn't be happier with, uh, I think 
you know, where I'm at right now and, and the people that I've met along the way and um, the people that have kind of provided support and advice along the way. It's, uh, I'm truly grateful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It's so good to you had, you mentioned you had that little like small network of people from the beginning that kind of helped you get through it. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's uh, so important for sure. Yeah. So how would you describe your current role? I'd love to talk about that a little bit and like what like a, a week in your life looks like. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I'm still trying to figure everything out. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, all, all very new. And, and I interned with the firm last winter. Um, so that kind of gave me a little bit of confidence coming in um, to this year and um, into busy season um, is what we call it in the accounting, in the accounting world. So, you know, I would say from May until October, it's, you know, pretty mellow, um, you know, eight to five, nine to five. Um, the firm's pretty flexible as long as you get your work done and put your hours in. Um, and then, yeah, busy season. Um, that's like, you know, November, December, things start to ramp up. Um, you got the holidays going on and mm -hmm. now we're in January, right? We're, we're getting back in it. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it's, there's tight deadlines um, all throughout like busy season. So January through um, March, April, it kind of depends on the team that you're on. Um, but, you know, essentially what we're doing is we're reviewing our clients' um, financial statements. And um, so my, I guess my role, my title is an associate um, in audit and assurance um, at PwC. And so we're reviewing our clients' financial statements uh, to make sure that they're compliant with um, generally accepted accounting principles. Um, and so we're testing, you know, different line items. Um, on the client's financial statements. Um, we're reaching out to the client to get support for, um, you know, different transactions and stuff. Um, we're also reaching out to like third parties um, to verify that this and that happened. You know, we're looking at signatures on documents, um, just sort of doing our due diligence and making sure that, um, you know, our clients are following all these, you know, rules that are set. Um, by the different like governing bodies um, in the US from a financial perspective. Um, so, you know, in the beginning, definitely lots of softwares and systems and kind mm -hmm. of, you know, understanding uh, the big picture can be hard, I think, when you're starting a new job. Um, but I've definitely had, you know, great people along the way to, you know, be like, all right, like you're working on this task, but this is how it all comes together. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes when you're starting a new job, it's, you're so stressed about getting a task done, but, um, you know, it's also important to understand the bigger picture because someday we'll be up there too, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw on your LinkedIn page before, and you also just mentioned it, but you, you started as an intern there. So how did you turn an internship into like a full-time role? Yeah, I guess, you know, I, um, how did I turn that? I just, I think I, I was myself, right? I think you got to show up day in and day out and just bring your best self. My sort of mantra is make each day your masterpiece, right? So we have this like exceptional opportunity to wake up every day and be like, all right, like, what am I going to do with this? This awesome day? Like, who am I going to talk to? What am I going to accomplish? Um, and, you know, I think I was just bringing my authentic self and, 
you know, I asked questions and was curious to learn and, you know, brought a positive attitude and um, would throw jokes in our group chat when we were working, you know, long hours and stuff. And I think a lot of people kind of look past that stuff, but if you have that energy, um, don't like, definitely don't shy away from that. Like, because so many people are, I think, looking for that kind of energy sometimes, you know, especially in this virtual world that we're working in. Um, it's so easy to kind of forget about, you know, one of your teammates or, you know, just assume that someone's okay and that type of thing. So I think, you know, hard work, positive attitude and staying curious, I guess, got me uh, the associate role at PwC. Um, but I'm sure maybe there's others that have, you know, more different comments to say on, on how I landed that or how I got <laughs> lucky, how I got lucky or something. But um, from my perspective. <laughs> no, I love that. Like make, yeah. make each day your masterpiece. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so my next question, it's kind of long-winded, but <laughs> the oh, pandemic God. has shown everyone that there's kind of this new way to work with remote work. Um, and it, I think a lot of people thought it was like a negative thing at first, but now a lot of companies are adopting like either fully remote or hybrid work models kind of permanently. So this means that those companies like who are hiring can draw talent from anywhere in the world, which I think increases competition for jobs a lot. Um, so what is your advice for standing out in today's job market? Good question. Yes, very relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so to stand out in today's market, I would say just, you know, show interest in whatever job you're applying to. Um, I think a lot of the times people are putting out requirements for um, job postings and, you know, for someone who's just starting to look for jobs, like some, you read those descriptions and you're like, oh my gosh, like, how am I ever going to get a job, right? Because like, they're so intimidating. Like, <laughs> you need this, this, and this. And you're like, how am I supposed to have that? You know, and I'm, I'm just a college student, right? So mm -hmm. I think just show your ambition. Um, I think be respectful in your communication with um, like recruiters, um, ask questions, um, like that type of thing. But yeah, be ambitious. And, um, you know, I think in a world where, um, data is so important um, as well. I know St. Lawrence introduced like the data science major. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're a young, you know, St. Lawrence student, like take advantage of that. Um, you know, that's something that my grad program taught me. Um, you know, I wasn't at St. Lawrence when they had the data science um, major, but, um, you know, in grad school, I was able to learn like Alteryx and um, you know, Tableau and, and all these different softwares where you're taking data, you're understanding it, you're manipulating it, then you're putting it into visualizations to present to like management and say, hey, you know, these are my findings. And then they make um, key decisions based off of that. So, you know, I think the more you are able to work with data um, and understand all the different softwares and you know, not all of them, because that's, that's kind of, that's really ambitious. I said, yeah. ambitious, <laughs> next level ambitious. Um, but kind of, you know, find one maybe that you're interested in and um, learn how it works and, 
if you don't know, there's like courses out there. Um, I'm sure there's professors at St. Lawrence uh, who have insight as well to some of these systems and softwares and, and that type of thing. Um, but yeah, be ambitious, seek out opportunities to learn more about technology. Um, and I'm always going to say this, but come, you know, just be yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I think there's a lot of times where people apply for jobs and they might say something that, um, you know, might, uh, uh, like, where am I going with this? Uh, they want to not conform, but um, act a certain way to fit in with the company's values, but never lose your values because there's a company out there for you um, that will align with your values. And, you know, maybe you haven't found it yet, but it is there. So um, just, yeah, talk to people and uh, you never know when those uh, random one-off uh, connections will come in handy too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so a big reason I'm kind of doing this podcast is to like expose more kids to the SLU network. Yeah. So I'm curious if you have any specific networking tips or strategies. Networking tips and strategies. Well, first of all, I think St. Lawrence does a great job um, mm -hmm. of connecting students with alum and you know, bringing them to campus, setting up um, virtual sessions, um, and then also preparing the students you know, to talk to alum because it can be intimidating, right? Like you walk into a room and you're like, oh my gosh, like they're the CEO of this company? <laughs> totally, you know? And like, I, I used to be like that, but then I was like, you know what? These are people too, like they have to go home. They have to make their dinner. Mm -hmm. They have to walk their dog. They may like to ski or, you know, read or like whatever it may be. Like we all have our interests and quirks and, you know, um, so I think just like, don't be afraid to, you know, I'm going to go back to asking questions and being yourself um, and, you know, those types of things. And, and I think use the resources that St. Lawrence has as well. Like, go to career services, talk to Beth Larrabee uh, and all those guys in there, right? Like they know what they're doing. So yeah, trust the process and, um, you know, they'll connect you with alum as well. If you go and, you, and you're like, you know what? Um, I don't really know what I want to do, but I'm interested in this city or I'm interested in um, this industry. Like they'll connect you with alum um, as well. And um, yeah, like we're people too, right? Like we were in your shoes. We understand, you know, where you're at and that it's intimidating to, you know, reach out and talk to a stranger. But honestly, even in the day-to-day, -day, you know, like you, re you email people that you've never met before. Mm -hmm. So like put that in perspective, right? Like you email people that you, you know, yeah, you've never met before. And so, you know, we're, we're people and um, we do the same things that you guys do. And um, you know, St. Lawrence has given you and us a good platform. So, um, I think use that kind of, uh, string of attachment to St. Lawrence as, um, I think a, a starting piece for, uh, having conver conversation with alum, like talk about, you know, their favorite memory, um, or, you know, like their, the favorite, their favorite food in Dana or, <laughs> 
you know, maybe they liked Raph Day better than Titus or, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the hockey games and stuff, like talk about that new arena. Like I haven't been there yet, but um, I'm definitely jealous of you guys. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what it's like. Like, it's so cool. Um, so I think use that as the starting piece if you're nervous. And I think kind of do your homework as well. Like if you know you're going to be meeting with someone, look them up on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, Caitlin, you're, you're so prepared for this. Like, you know, you look <laughs> at my LinkedIn and stuff. So everyone listening to this, if you need tips, Caitlin's got you covered. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing like um, a Google search can't do. So, you know, um, Google, you know, whoever you're going to meet with and then come, come with questions and, you know, use your notes app too. Right. So like, say you're at an event and you go talk to someone and you're like, oh my gosh, like they're so cool. You know, I want to have a follow-up with them, um, get their email, write it down. And then, you know, maybe when you're walking back to your dorm, um, after meeting the alum, um, just write a few things about them. And then in your follow-up email, just be like, Hey, you know, I really enjoyed talking to you um, and then kind of find, I think, a topic that really stood out to you um, and, you know, you guys really mesh well on um, and then kind of go from there and, and kind of just, yeah, I don't know, seek out the opportunities there. And I think every St. Lawrence alum that I've met, um, they've always been willing to talk. I've never ever reached out to an alum and they ignored me mm -hmm. um so I think we're it's kind of known right like it's we're kind of like a, a bit of I don't want to say it but like the cult <laughs> you <know? It's> like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you see that you see that St. Lawrence hat in the in the airport and of course you're going to talk to them oh my gosh like I went to St. Lawrence and like <laughs> you know it just goes round and round and um we're just eager to share experiences and, and support one another so um long story short you know be yourself ask questions um use Caitlin as a resource <laughs> <laughs> I guess those are my tips yeah <laughs> I love that you um mentioned too that like everyone is a person because like I feel like that's something that I've definitely like kind of I guess noticed more especially after doing this podcast and talking to so many different people of so many different yeah. ages like everyone's just kind of on their own path figuring it out and it's just yeah. like a scary thing totally <laughs> like no one no one knows everything and especially because like the world is changing so much right like you just you got to be able to adapt and um like we're all working through things right like no one's perfect so yeah um even though the ceo looks perfect and stuff of some company like we all have flaws so just remember <laughs> that yeah yeah um my last question is about something you mentioned in your bio you said that you have a growth mindset and strong intercultural communication skills so I was wondering if you could speak a little bit about these aspects of your professional skill set and just how they help you and why they're important yeah no of course um so the growth mindset I think that kind of comes from the, the inner athlete in me. Um, you know, I think we're always working 
um, you know, towards a goal. Um, in ski racing, it was, you know, make it down the mountain as fast as you can and, and keep your hands up or, <laughs> you know, keep the weight on your downhill ski, um, you know, like stuff like that. Um, so I think that growth mindset kind of came from there. And, um, you know, I was, you know, as a kid also, I, I wanted to go to the Olympics, right? So, you know, like, like all young kids in sport and, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know you have to come to terms with reality sometimes and be like all right it's not happening <laughs> I need to pivot right so um you know I had to figure out what that next um kind of goal was after skiing and you know uh figure out how I was going to continue like to grow and I think what co COVID taught me was that you know we're constantly having to adapt and, um, and grow. And I think becoming more comfortable with the uncomfortable um, is how we can be successful as individuals. You know, like there's robots that are now serving food in Boston. And, <laughs> you know, I was in uh, Arizona a few months ago and there was uh, like a Uber Eats robot, like crossing the street and stuff like that, right? So you know, technology is definitely moving in like, like real hot. And I think um, the growth aspect of my professional skill set definitely um, helps me um, in my day to day um, because, you know, uh, I'm able to adapt quickly. And I think, and that, that kind of came from, you know, some of the things that I learned at St. Lawrence too, um, you know, like, you're put in any environment and, you know, you're, you're having, you know, you think about how small the classrooms are right there. And, you know, sometimes you're in a class with eight kids. Like if a professor is going to, you know, call on you, you, you have to respond, right? Yeah. You can't just sit there. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, the problem solving and, and the growth aspect um, is like definitely important. Kind of went on a tangent there. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, the intercultural communication, um, perspective, I think, you know, through St. Lawrence and, and through the sport of ski racing, I've had many opportunities to travel the world and, um, you know, meet with different people and, and live in different places. Uh, I studied abroad in Israel and, um, cool. China, China, St. Lawrence as well. And, you know, lived with the Chinese family. And, and when you're over there and no one speaks English, like, how do you communicate? Right. Like, mm -hmm. It's like, and I, I didn't speak, I didn't speak Mandarin. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be here for four months. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and, and, you know, I think that the best way um, to communicate interculturally is like through pictures. And so um, even at PwC, we're, we're working a lot with um, team members in India. Um, and so um, even since my internship, I've noticed that we're utilizing those team members so much more for many of our tasks. Um, and it's been really cool to see and, you know, have them be more a part of our team um, as time has gone on. So, you know, uh, I sent out an email to my team and I was like, hey guys, like, you know, here's a slide deck, everyone kind of fill it out with pictures. Um, and because that's something everyone can understand, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, here, answer a few questions about yourself and, uh, you know, we get to know each other. But I think kind of to your point about hiring and the different models um, in the new working world, 
um, being able to communicate interculturally and kind of having that um, growth mindset um, and willingness to kind of put yourself outside of your comfort zone to maybe talk to someone a little bit differently because their communication style is a little bit different, you know, because maybe they're from a different country. Um, maybe they don't understand this word or that word. Um, so I think kind of the hybrid of those two skill sets, you know, have made me successful. And um, I think allow me to, you know, do what I do on a, on a day to day and, um, you know, crack jokes with our Indian team and, you know, <laughs> um, and that type of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that answered your question, but. Yeah, totally. Um, I think you can like learn so much from people who are different than you too. Like, yeah. it's just, it's cool, like to just kind of learn different ways of communicating and kind of like expand your own, like mind and approach to things. No, definitely. And I, and I think for so long, like we've been trapped in like, this is the way things are done, right? And now with technology and, you know, work flexibility and stuff, we're able to like learn more about others and um, learn about how they do things. And, um, you know, it's, it's such a cool opportunity. Um, you know, like we're able to learn about the holidays in India and, you know, our team members sent us pictures from their festivals and like, I've never seen anything like it. And now I'm just like, oh my gosh, like now I want to go over there and experience <laughs> it because it's so vibrant and lively and, you know, so cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty much all I have unless there's anything else you want to add, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have any, anything else to add um, other than, you know, I think you're, you're doing great work on here, Caitlin. It's, um, <laughs> it, it's really cool to see that you're being bold and, um, you know, stepping outside your comfort zone, reaching out to alum that you've, you know, never met before um, to help current students kind of understand the opportunities out there and kind of feel confidence in their education um, at St. Lawrence because truly it's such a great place. Um, you know, everyone listening now and um, you know, listening in the future and stuff, like you're in a very special place, like take advantage of all the opportunities that SLU has to offer, um, you know, live in the present, build genuine connections with all the professors like around you, um, you know, be a leader on campus. And, um, you know, I think, yeah, St. Lawrence has prepared you well to communicate you know, your thoughts with the world when you get out there to work. And, um, you know, also they've given you that uh, problem solving kind of perspective where you're able to pivot and grow and kind of seek out, you know, the next thing and, and you're eager to improve efficiencies. And those are people that employers are looking for. So um, if you ever get down on yourself, always remember that. Um, like you're you're in a special place and um there's yeah unlimited opportunities out there for you just yeah stick stick to your values be yourself and um yeah always always available for a phone call or an email or um whatever so i'm happy to chat through <laughs>